0: Hey everybody welcome to a very special episode of inventory monday Ooh. it's episode 10 10 yes we what? made it we're in the double digits
1: oh my god um
0: and you'll see in your feed actually a week after this comes up we are gonna have a more traditional episode but we're just very drunk that's episode ten two. oh god so <laughs> this one's more of kind of uh we're kind of experimenting with the format. So, we're going to really kind of rapid fire some stories. We're going to talk about Inventory Monday in kind of more of a meta way. Mm-hmm. Of course, we got What's Sippin'. Of course. But before we get into that, I have two of my most favoritist co hosts. Aw. William? Howdy. Grace? It's me. We're all here.
1: Yay. It's it's
0: it's an intimate setting. This is definitely is. a throwback I was, to uh, I think episode 3 or 4 when mm-hmm. it was just us three. Yep. That I was, was definitely
2: fun. thinking it's this is a pretty intimate setting and mm. you guys are real fun to record with and I miss Josh and oh. Ian. I know I But I'm glad too. to be here on episode 10. Yeah, it's good. Canonically, technically speaking, episode 11. But Well,
1: it'd actually be like episode well, 15. Well, okay, no, we can't really talk about the
2: lost <laughs> no. episodes. We can't talk about them. They're floating out
0: there in the ether. Maybe you will hear them eventually. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. once, we, are, once we get on last podcast. Yeah. Okay. Once we get picked up by our... Yeah.
1: For Patreon of $2,000, yeah. we'll release
0: yeah. it. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Sure. Let's just start with what sipping.
2: Sippin'?
0: Because the drink is very celebratory. Grace, mm-hmm. give it to us.
1: So this week is a big week. I'm retiring from my sports career that you mm-hmm. guys all know about. I know. Super exciting after my long and hard baseball career. Your of, long and
2: storied career. What,
1: five months has it yep. been?
2: <laughs> so, you loved it for the first four.
1: I did love it. And then last month, wow, let me tell you, the Cub Club has gone down, and I'm okay with that. Oh, and you're I'm okay gonna, with saying gonna it. Be
0: you okay amazing. with calling them out? Should we beep that? The, maybe
1: the beep. Yeah, beep out the name of the restaurant but let me tell you what i did
0: <laughs> sure, sure this is so good
1: so <laughs> this is probably the best thing i've ever done in my entire life i was the one that made the dessert for the restaurant mm-hmm. they asked me to write down my recipes and i said okay but they also told me two days before that that i they wouldn't like honor my two weeks and just told me to leave yeah. after like four days So I wrote down recipes that would come up with literally the worst cookies ever.
2: (laughs) You gave them bad recipes. Mm -hmm. Wow. I was
1: so excited about it. And then my boss, because she's also quitting, took all the recipes and took them to her car. So now everything's gone. But it's pretty exciting. So to celebrate, we're having rosé. Woo! Because it's summertime. You see rosé everywhere for some reason. So We've been having- seeing
0: a bunch of displays in literally yeah. every like grocery store mm-hmm. and any store that-
1: Whole Foods, World Market. Just rosé. just like rosé everywhere, and all of them have weird names. I picked a $10 one because I didn't want to spend the money, but it did say that it's sustainably farmed, so that's okay. nice. What's it's- the brand? Zolo Rosé.
2: It's pretty good. I'm a big fan of rosé's in general, Mm -hmm. honestly. I'm a big
1: fan of this one. I'm surprised. White,
0: delicate, yummy.
1: It's good. It's good to celebrate with.
0: That's what I say about a lot of light
2: wines. Yeah. Delicate and yummy. Yep.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Yummy. And I'm going to drink most of this bottle because I still have to work three more days at the stadium. You
2: should. So, Grace, not that I expect Mm -hmm. you'll ever be in this scenario again, but next time when they ask for your recipes, just say, I'll do that money
1: well i don't want them <laughs> to have it as the thing i don't think they deserve it <laughs>
2: but what if they're vegan recipes were, were they mm. vegan recipes
1: they the peanut butter cookie recipe could be easily made vegan by just using crisco and oh my god of. those okay. are so good oh yeah the cookies that i made yeah they're perfect i had one today
2: <laughs> grace is an amazing chef thank you and it's sad that she'll be out of the industry but for her body it sounds like it's Going to be pretty good. It's going to be, be
1: great. I'm very excited to no longer be crying over my hands all the time.
2: Because they're in so much pain. Oh. You're making a
0: good transition. And to that I mm. say cheers. Yay. Cheers.
1: End of my baseball career.
0: It's also a celebration of episode 10, which we've already
2: gone through. Yeah. So it's a celebration for the 10th episode anniversary of inventory monday and i was really hoping that we could just sort of go through and talk about some of our favorite moments of inventory monday history and just in general talk about where we want to see this podcast going Uh, so i'll start as um, james mentioned this is a celebration of inventory monday as well so of course we've got some of the core cast here in fact other than josh i think pretty much we've all been on every episode except for maybe one james mm-hmm. has certainly been there for every single one yeah grace you weren't there for boys night i wasn't there for that previous episode natter mm-hmm. days But otherwise, I think we've made it to every episode.
1: Oh, yeah. It helps that I live in the house where it's being filmed. (laughs) It certainly does help. (laughs) It certainly
2: does. Um, So, yeah, I just really wanted to talk about sort of where this podcast came from, where we hope to see it go, Mm -hmm. and maybe just some fun memories we have. And honestly, I've got a fun little memory that I want to talk about. Um, it's actually the very first episode when I realized, like, maybe there was something here. If anyone actually has listened to the first episode, they'll pretty much know it's. <laughs> We've had better episodes, is what I will say. I listen to it
1: fondly, mainly because of the Barack Obama impression that Yes,
2: absolutely. I'm gonna
1: break your goddamn ankles. <laughs>
2: There, see, that's the thing. there was a lot of funny moments in episode one mm-hmm. um and ben was there to help us out we recorded in a slightly different area but i kind of came into this a little skeptical because i always feel that way about any new project i'm never quite mm-hmm. sure where it's gonna go but after the first episode i was like damn that was fun and then we we're like hey maybe we should record a second one because that might have been shit and then we recorded a second episode literally right then and there and that was a fun night
1: we were way too drunk to post that one because that was the time that we all talked about a lot of naughty oh, things. Oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Let's not even bring that up now. But yeah, that's right. That was
0: the uh, beginning of Inventory Nights, which still hasn't hit the airwaves because honestly, I don't know if they're ready No for one it. needs to see that. No, I don't. However, that if you would like up. to join our Patreon for $5 a month, you will get access to Inventory Monday Nights.
2: <laughs> when that exists. That was also the episode where we very much learned what is not appropriate for our format. Yep. Mm-hmm. For instance, James had three stories and all three of them were about very sensitive <laughs> subject matter and we were like "Do you, should we really talk about these? And then the answer was no. Definitely it's not. It's true.
0: I don't even know what stories we covered on the well, first one but I do know. know there were multiple stories that were like very questionable mm-hmm. in content and what what we're kind of seeing is that there do need to be stories that kind of have at least one little nugget that you can kind of spin off of. Mm-hmm. And when when the story's just pretty much like um, like sexual violence, like Neil you can't Degrass really De Tyson. talk about that. Yeah, one. that's yeah. right. I mean, it's funny because it's Neil deGrasse Tyson, but then when it's like allegations ag- against Neil deGrasse Tyson, that's right. That was one of the stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not as fun. But if it was like Neil deGrasse Tyson, like Adopted slips a on a, a cat. Ad- adopts a cat, then slips on a banana. <laughs> Wait,
1: can we talk about Taylor Swift's new cat? No. I'm just kidding. His name is Benjamin Button.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, we can do that later, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> that means no. I know. <laughs> maybe in headlines, but we got to stay a little focused here. or We're gonna run
2: forever. So that was that was probably my favorite memory. Grace, do you have a specific? Actually, Grace, do you want to start go next, or should I throw it to James?
1: Um, I could go next. Sure. I always say someone else go. I'll be brave this time. Do it's it. episode ten. Um, Get it, girl. My first, I was going to say my favorite memory is probably the first episode, too. That was just a really fun night. Everyone had a lot of wine. Yep. (laughs) Even James.
0: I forgot the first like three episodes, all we were drinking was wine for some reason. It It wasn't beer
2: or like White Claws or anything, it was wine. Which is fine. It It was great. It was because I had gone to Costco and I got those huge bottles for the Christmas (laughs) party. Oh, yeah. And it was
1: still at the house. So
2: I brought them over and yeah, that was good.
1: What I really liked was the microphone situation was so weird. So like (laughs) I had a microphone that like a singer of a band would have, but Mm -hmm. it was curled down. So I had to put one foot on it so it wouldn't fall over and kind of move my head in a weird way to be like talking the entire time. Mm -hmm. And when I get drunk, I slur everything (laughs) yep yep so that entire episode i'm like yeah that's so funny um i had a lot of fun that night and i feel like since then it's just been Mm -hmm. a lot of good little moments and it's fun to listen to it and just go wow yeah that was that was something
2: honestly listening to episode nine Mm -hmm. i felt really proud of that episode i felt like we were all really vibing it was pretty funny Mm -hmm. the whole segment on just the the convenience stores that was just fun
1: That was
0: great. I like that a lot because I like convenience stores.
2: Yeah. Wow. I mean, like that's a bold (laughs) statement, but I'm with you on that.
0: I also liked, was it that episode or the one beforehand when, I can't remember what I said. It was one of the 36 questions, but I just said something about, like, I wish my dad was there. And And that that was all I said. (laughs) Yeah. That was so funny. But, okay, let's, okay, let's not, like, yet. oh, this was my favorite part. But, like, my favorite memory was probably when Josh and I kind of conceived of, like, the, uh, the title of the um the the podcast podcast, inventory monday because i remember you
1: coming home that day with the idea
0: we were working a job at the time well because we had wanted to start a podcast of some sort or at least Mm -hmm. i did um and i knew i could rope some people into it Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but inventory monday uh the job that i was working at the time hyvee um shout out don't come on the show (laughs) fuck you
1: Oh no! Hi V, come on the show. Um, I'll talk to you. Hyde
2: Vermilion. Yeah. yeah, that's what it stands for. <gasps> what? No, no. Oh, it's like
0: up. Hyde Vandenberg or something. I don't remember. It's two people. Anyways, they're both dead. You probably wouldn't like to see show. what your shit has become. Anyways, mm-hmm. Inventory Monday at the job we were in, accounting, first Monday of every month, and that's when like major accounts had to be settled.
1: William's on Tinder right now. Just, I just so got you got a know, message. I'm he sorry. just got
0: a message. Anyways, Inventory Monday <laughs> was just kind of
1: I'm sorry, that's funny. Continue.
0: How could you waste James, all this I love tape? You. Inventory Monday is when all these accounts need to be settled. And so we're like, oh, that'd be an interesting kind of podcast. Like we just kind of talk about all these different topics. And I guess that's when we could talk about like what Inventory Monday is now. Yeah. Where it's like kind of a round table discussion it was definitely influenced by if you've ever heard round table of gentlemen Mm. on the last podcast network it's definitely inspired by that or like brunch Mm -hmm. or just a discussion podcast Mm -hmm. um it's just not as focused and i think going forward if we can transition into that i Mm -hmm. would like to be more focused and we're talking about recording before this is like having specific segments yeah um, Yeah. that are more highly edited more highly Mm -hmm. produced because i would like to talk about movies because at least the people in the room right now we're all pretty big movie buffs i Mm -hmm. would say totally and no offense william but i think me and grace like go to a shit ton of movies absolutely Mm -hmm. but you're very well versed in the language of cinema Mm -hmm. and so when you do see a movie you have very specific insight that is definitely a lot more learned i would say so having these three perspectives would be a very interesting Mm-hmm. um segment and like maybe more structurally i'd like to see just like
1: yeah see where that goes
0: four to six segments each 10 to 15 minutes long yeah. and it's like people can tune in they're like it's essentially a variety show and like what sipping would be one we just talk about drinks or like that kind of brings in mind now that's what i call beer experience mm-hmm. um so we could talk about a drink really break it down and have a serious discussion about it yeah but then also like ian's beef that would right. be a good one i think we're getting there yeah. we're definitely going we're not as free-flowing hmm as we were before, yeah. And there's a lot of stuff I like for Inventory Monday, and I think all of our episodes, except for maybe like one or two, and I mean episodes one and episodes yeah. two, <laughs> yeah, everything, think- everything three and beyond, I think is extremely listenable. I yes. agree, and fun and enjoyable. But like you know, putting full creative energies into it, we could make Inventory Monday. A lot better. I mean, I you can say that about anything. I look oh, at Lord. I look at pictures I take and I'm like, I could make this so much better. But Inventory Monday with a little more work could be a little more polished, a little more presentable, I mm-hmm. think. And we're still working on that. We're only in episode 10. Oh, so it's just fun to check in. This is like in a relationship when you like talk check to your out. partner six months in mm-hmm. and you're like, how's it going? Mm-hmm. You know, what can we work on? What's going well? That's what mm-hmm. we're doing with this podcast. Yep. So we're having a discussion about it now. We're getting very meta now. Guys, what do you think about any of the points I've brought up?
2: I'm totally with you there. Also, I appreciate what you had to say about my movie sort of (laughs) perspective, because that is very true. I really maybe watch a movie every other week, but I do have a minor in film studies. So I have specifically... Been trained on how to speak in the language of cinema, mm-hmm. and I love shitty movies, and I love like good you know good movies. Good, well, exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, like Pacific Rim it. versus like uh, The Phantom Thread.
1: I mean, like I'll watch Mamma Mia two maybe like eighteen thousand <laughs> times a year, but I also like to go to Fleur and see all the cool independent totally. movies and stuff. though Rocket Man's out this weekend. I'm going to see it twice. I will cool. not watch.
0: You know what that. would be a fun movie corner with us three? Rocket Man, Alien. We all just totally saw it, and it's That's the 40th true. anniversary. That was a really fun movie. Mm-hmm. Also, another thing about like <clears throat> breaking into these specific segments is that like social media marketing wise, mm-hmm. you can take one of those segments, make it into a little video, Go put ahead. it on Instagram. Yep. People can listen it's to just this that, four minutes. that
1: little vegan thing that you made. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. funny.
2: Yep. It's good.
1: My friend Chris said it was funny. Shout out Chris. Shout You're out a great Chris. guy.
2: Chris, come on the show. <laughs>
1: Actually, yes, he's fantastic.
2: Cool. Um. So what I want to see changed? Uh, yeah, I don't even necessarily know if it's changed is the word. It's more like evolved and iterated on. I definitely like the idea of segments. I also really like the idea, and this is something that I've been thinking a lot of, just like I want everyone that's a part of this podcast that cares about it to just spend some time every week thinking about where they want to see it going yeah because i've spent a lot of time this week like what i want to do with this podcast i've been trying to think of segment ideas and nothing really has been pulling me in except for the on location bit which we'll definitely talk about later that is coming up uh, here in a bit so Mm -hmm. look forward to that um but really i want segments that people that are running those segments get excited about yeah Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i think ian is genuinely getting excited about ian's beef i think everyone is excited about what's sipping I love the thirty-six questions. In fact, I've also been thinking about this. I would love to just do like a dating and a relationship podcast. <gasps> I would love that. I
1: want to be on it. Oh my god! All I do is listening to relationship podcasts. I That'd be great.
2: It's probably one of my favorite genre of podcasts. Yes, it's really interesting subject. And mm-hmm. being currently single now, and I know in previous episodes I was not single, and I was talking about not being single. So that's a whole thing. But. Huh. <laughs> Thanks, Grace. Um, I know everything. Yeah. William's access, come on the show. Please, no. <laughs> I work with one of them. Okay, no, we're cutting <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're cutting this whole fucking section. Of- no, but I would I would really love to do a dating and relationship podcast. I think that'd be interesting just because it's something I do think about a lot as much as I don't really want to. It's definitely something I'm constantly considering. So, yeah, that's just sort of like a my personal thing, how mm-hmm. I'm treating things moving forward. I Gr-
1: want to be on it.
2: Cool. Grace, what do you got?
1: Uh, Moving forward? Yeah, I just think that we all need to be a little bit more focused on stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I need to do more research beforehand. Mm-hmm. I really like the week where we recorded everything, and then turns out we didn't record everything, then do it all again, because it turned out so much better. Really good. For- so- Things like that.
0: For listener reference, I believe that was The Crimes Sean of Sean Mendes. Mendes.
2: <sighs> what a good episode. It was that, great.
0: Personally, that's my favorite episode. Like, <laughs> I can go back and listen to that because it just... It's funny. Was that also the
2: introduction of Ian's Beef? Or was yes. that later? Yeah. Wait. It might have been... It was been. either one episode after or, mm-hmm. or the intro.
1: It might be the one where he talks about Zombie Burger.
2: It's one of them, and it's yeah.
1: very good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. Ian's Beef.
1: Beef. <laughs> <laughs> Which... By the way, my parents went to the Ankeny Diner. Oh my they God, like, I thought you were going to um, say
0: they listened to it. And I was oh like, no!" I guess I can't talk to them ever again. No,
1: they read the newspaper article thing and they're like, oh, we love Ankeny. So they went to the diner. And then when I saw them last Sunday, they're like, Grace, you have to go to the Ankeny Diner. We had the best burger we've ever had. And I was like, well, I can't eat that, but okay.
2: Thank you for the suggestion. And
1: then I said, my friend thought it was gross. <laughs>
2: Ian's the only one that's been there.
1: I don't trust any diner. Ian and two, from of, two of my other
2: friends went with him, and they both said it was pretty average. They were it's unimpressed.
0: Ankeny. I would like to go and check it. But, guys, what else do we have to say about the kind of meta narrative of <laughs> Inventory Monday as it is now? Is that evolving, growing machine?
2: You know,
1: I hope it continues. Yeah. I,
0: I guess another thing is um, I would like to become more, or like ha- get the team to be more active on social media and like yeah. <clears throat> actively yeah. promoting the show. Mm hmm. Um, I know it seems pretty narcissistic to like actually post on your like Facebook page or Twitter, but it's like, it helps.
2: Totally. I've, I've gone through a complete 180 in terms of like Mm -hmm. how I feel about self-promotion. It is shameless, but I mean, we're all here on our grind, right? Mm -hmm. So we're, we're just doing our best. Yeah, no, I, I'm totally with you. I think I've said everything I want to say about what inventory Monday is. I agree. I know that now that I'm going to be leaving soon.
1: Yeah, William.
2: It's going to be a solid 12 week period where I will absolutely not be able to participate in inventory Monday
1: you can do William on location I,
2: I will have access to my phone every Sunday so I can okay. I can do that you guys can oh my, look up like would... restaurants in New Jersey or um, Rhode Island for me yeah. to go to <gasps> Oh, my God, that'd Whoa. be amazing. If you could
0: literally make a three-minute segment every week, like <clears throat> because, what, 12 weeks, that's six episodes? Yep. Yeah. And then we could probably, I i assume by then, we will have figured out how to Skype. Oh, yeah, it's not oh, that hard. Know.
1: Remember that first time in the first episode where we're like, we're going to Skype and Ian, and then we all realized maybe an hour beforehand, None of us know how to do yeah. anything.
0: And then he was on two episodes and we couldn't use any of those no. <laughs> until he became a regular co-host. Yep. Also rest in peace Emerson.
1: Is Emerson <laughs> dead?
0: And Robbie Clark. <gasps> and Robbie Clark. Not we're Robbie, really I'm supposed to be in their name. wedding. No, Robbie Clark is physically dead, but Emerson only made it one episode. <sighs> That's right. Sorry,
2: That's Robbie. That's still
0: one of my favorite gags, though, when we were just goofing on a cold open. And then Emerson's like, should we just restart? And then Immediately, William's like, no, this is a cold open, Emerson. (laughs) Okay, so this was productive in a way for the listener, maybe, giving some insight into our creative. Totally. Send Uh, us an email.
2: Please do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, if we're going to
0: talk about plugging stuff shamelessly, definitely email us at inventorymonday Mm -hmm. at gmail.com or get a hold of us at Inventory Monday on Twitter, Mm -hmm. Instagram, and Facebook.
2: Or any of us on Instagram, if Mm -hmm. you message us, there's a pretty... Pretty good chance we'll respond.
1: I'll always message That's, back on yeah. Instagram, Same. except for the creepy guy that keeps sending me that you are beautiful thing. you Yeah, beautiful. But it's like, like,
2: James Blunt? You're beautiful? You're no, beautiful. like it
1: was like on it's January 1st. And, and I saw you on oh, January 22nd. In a diff Yep. Uh, Thanks, James. He just said, You are beautiful, Blunt. period. And then the other time it was just you are beautiful, period. And it was actually, like
0: three weeks to the dot.
1: Yeah. I was like, bruh. If I didn't respond to you the first time, I'm not going to the second time. Mm-hmm. Also, look at my page. It says mm-hmm. I'm with my sweet Jamboree.
0: Yeah, you literally Jamboree. have like a permanent story now where yeah. it's
1: just pictures. Oh, of yeah, you. just pictures of James with the heart above his face when he's not looking at me. I like yeah. that. <laughs> That's like my favorite. That. Except other people are doing it now. And I'm like, that was nice. That was thing. my,
2: I did it. I know. And own. I was like, William. <laughs> <laughs> I literally did that because I was like, oh, Grace does this. That's funny and cute. It I'm going to do it. <laughs> So like I was saying, this is a great, it's it's
0: cool for the, you, the listener, to kind of get an insight into our creative process, kind of mm-hmm. how we shape this podcast, and kind of going forward, you know, we, honestly, this discussion was pretty enlightening, and I think, you know, really, uh, I think the co-host, we all need to just kind of sit together and kind of just...
1: Have a campfire? Do kind of like totally. a
0: reformat. Like, even yeah. if we do a reformat, it's not going to be... Too much difference. Honestly, probably going to be a little more streamlined, really. But it's going to be a lot more work, but I'm really excited for it. And, like, honestly, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we had that, that whole month... Last month. I don't think we posted at all in April. It was
2: like three weeks yeah. where we didn't post. Yeah. I kept
1: thinking about showing pictures of Norman on the keyboard of some sort being like, sorry, technical <laughs> difficulties, Norman jumped on the computer. That would've well, been amazing. See, yeah. yeah, that's just good mm-hmm.
0: engagement. Like yeah. it still it still communicates to the listener because yeah. I know there's that was there's just been, a rough month. Yeah, there's been some creators where like they don't say anything for months and you get frustrated. Yeah. But like if they communicate, it's good. It anyway, works. so let's kind of transition here. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about headlines, local and national. National, kind of some, kind of some stories that, super national, kind of grabbed our. Yeah, super national. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, red hats, red laces. <gasps> what? They're very super national.
1: No. Okay. So
0: let's start with the first one, guys. Mountain lion. He's back in the area. <gasps> no. Yeah. I thought so, they
1: got him.
0: They never got him. No. They said that they oh. they like, located him, monitored him, and they're like. I mean, I don't know if it's a man or a woman. Yeah. I don't. Well. I'm not gonna just even pretend to know the gender politics of mountain lions, okay?
1: Okay, that's not a
0: community that I kind of have any insight into. However, this mountain lion, he, she, they, or them, whomever, (laughs) this mountain lion was spotted again. Another one. It could be a different one on the east side this time.
2: Ooh! Wow, that's a pretty far. That's a that's a walk.
1: Yeah. Did they go on the interstate or something? (laughs) Just. Sorry, no, cars. no, pe- no pedestrians allowed. On <laughs> yeah, he would have gotten arrested. He for go sure. on the side at like three o'clock no. in the morning. Okay,
2: well, <laughs> he's, he's
0: probably a little more sly, a little more stealthy. He's just he probably walking hopped under in the back the of an Uber. <gasps> yeah, probably rolled really well.
1: My aunt and uncle have a piece of property that they just have cameras up on, and it's mm-hmm. like in the middle of nowhere. Some countryside, I don't know. But they keep sending me pictures of mountain lions and they're like, Do you think this is the one from Des Moines? No. Could be. It's Indianola. Uh,
2: No, almost certainly not. I mean that's like a Definitely. It's like a fifty mile, no, forty mile. What what? Mountain Lions walk.
1: Yeah, but that's a long walk. It's like a thirty minute drive out there.
0: You know how many cats and dogs he's probably like been able to snack on?
1: (laughs) Oh raccoons. (gasps) I hope it's not the outside Sherman Hill cats because they're so cute. I don't want them to die.
0: Anyway, so I guess we'll we'll keep monitoring that. I haven't heard anything in a few days since the Des Moines Register article. And
2: worst case scenario, we'll send William on location covered in like chicken broth, and okay, we'll yeah. okay. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. Story. We told Mason to go in chicken broth, but he wouldn't do it. So Why? I'll, I'll, Well, he's not a
0: part of the podcast. So what's that the point? too?
2: Mason. It's not a I'm creative sorry, endeavor
0: for him. Chicken broth is cheap. <laughs> so yesterday, I think it was on East Thirty Fourth. Ooh, that truly is getting to me. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. So East 34th, a four-year-old shot himself in the shoulder. What? Yeah, he was playing around in a... They didn't even say if this was like his parents' car, just a car. That's what they said. It was like a car. Okay. Playing around in a car, found a handgun. I mean, as you do. Yeah. I mean, I I can't even count on two hands how many cars I've been in where there's been
2: a gun. What? (laughs) Yeah. Did you never have this childhood I experience?
1: I honestly don't think I've seen a gun face to face, like within 10 feet of me with some being like, this is a gun besides a police officer. Do you, you not go life.
0: into cars?
1: Not often. I'd,
0: I'd say in every three cars, one of them, there's a gun. Yeah.
2: When I'm going into mm-hmm. cars, I'll find a gun and yeah. every now and again. I Wait. actively
0: look for it when I get in a car. I'm like, do you guys have a gun? <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll <laughs> knock on the window and say, hey, any guns in here? If yeah. So- and, usually, and
0: usually the driver's like, yeah, here, here you go. and then i shoot
2: shoot myself in the shoulder yeah Mm. so this kid
0: Ooh. so here's my thinking yeah i don't know if he like pointed it at himself or maybe like ricocheted yeah but all i could think was you know was this like a disappointing tragedy or tragically disappointing yeah so either this kid accidentally shot himself which is maybe a little more reasonable
1: At four, would you feel so... Oh, sorry.
0: Or this kid has yet to be introduced to like Call of Duty or Fortnite.
2: Oh.
0: And just doesn't understand the business end of a gun. And kind of you need to point it away from yourself. Or he's a bad shot. Also, you have to turn friendly fire off.
2: Yeah, that's, that's one of the biggest problems I've found is if you're shooting at your friends and friendly fire is on, you're you're about to get arrested. You're going to jail.
0: I understand the realism, but it's just not as fun. Because mm-hmm. you want to play with your friends tomorrow.
1: Yeah, you, you don't, don't want to accidentally shoot them. But also, like... Well, no, if friendly been...
0: fire means when you... Mm-hmm. So if William had a gun and he shot you, You'd be if goddamn. friendly fire was on, you wouldn't be hurt.
1: Mm-hmm. What does that mean?
0: It means when you What's shoot like at your the friends...
1: the safety's on? No, it means no, when you is, shoot at your a friends. a video game
2: reference. Oh. So video when you shoot at your friends, bang, 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 they don't get hurt. So like why would
1: it, that be a thing in a video game?
2: If you don't want it to be realistic. Because like, imagine you've got like a what? big old gun and you're like, oh, I want to just kill a bunch of enemies, but my friend's in the way. And then you accidentally kill your friend. That's not fun sometimes.
1: Yeah, but why would there be an option for friendly fire? You don't want to be like, I'm fake If you
2: want it to be realistic. realistic. For
0: realism. Like if you're playing Call of Duty, which is a military-based game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, in real life when you shoot somebody... They die? Whether or not they're on your team. I now we're explaining the joke, have Grace. I've
1: never played a video game except for Bioshock, and I threw the controller at a wall, and my friend told me I can never play it again.
2: Bioshock oh. Infinite's a very good game. Can you just tell us about your Bioshock experience, Grace? Um which Bioshock was it?
1: I don't know. Were I you was underwater? Maybe. Probably there the was sort. like old timey music. Yeah. It's like Was it really bright or
0: was it really dark?
1: It looked like it was underground. Yeah, okay. There's no windows. Yeah, okay. So this is my friend Natalie. And I was at her house, and she's ah. like, this is the game. She was super into video games, and I was like, I could try this. Let's see if I could handle it. So I'm playing the game. Something comes up. I'm holding the controller. I throw it at a wall.
2: Because it scared you?
1: Yes, and I was just stressed out and didn't want to think about it because that just must be my automatic <laughs> thing is just, okay, nope, that's gone. And I was banned from video games forever, and now I don't play mm-hmm. them.
0: We can play Alien Isolation together. No. It's really scary. I'm not a video it's game person. It's terrifying. terrifying. I've only played the first ten minutes no. because I got too scared. Mm-hmm.
1: If you don't want to watch Hereditary again, I can't handle this game.
0: Ooh. Back on mm-hmm. track. Yes. So this kid, he's he's expected to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, must have been a small caliber.
1: I'd say shoulder isn't. You're not going to die from a shoulder injury.
0: No, he was lucky. Mm-hmm. My only advice for this kid is get better. Okay. When when you got a gun, when you get get when you get your next gun, no, he's gonna go into a car. He's gonna find another (laughs) gun. There's not
1: a gun in every car. (laughs) Yeah,
0: there's a gun in every. Should
1: I check my one in every car? Do you think there are you on Tinder again? Williams on Tinder again. What's her name or his name or their name? Yes, let me see a picture. Hold up, this is great. Wait, who
0: is this? Well, you you can can put put videos now.
1: Mimi's on there.
0: Mimi's yes. Let me
1: see. Well,
0: wait, wait. Can you go back to? um that's a white supremacist
2: um I thought that was a symbol no see. it's like a meme she's 21 you're but too I, old i sent her a message just said fuck me you're gorgeous and she said oh thanks you're pretty cute too and i was like that was actually a suggestion but thanks
1: okay this is a great damn uh,
2: and, then she, and then she just responded She's so
1: young, though. Wait, guys,
0: can we save this for the Williams Dating Adventure segment?
1: Yeah, I'm looking through her top Spotify (laughs) artist. Okay,
0: we're going to move on. We only got a few more left, then we'll get into Williams Dating Corner.
1: Yeah, and then I'm going to give you advice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, anyways. So there was earlier this month a Des Moines Register article about the best chicken strips in Des Moines. Yeah. Now, this is very close to my heart. And Pookie's, actually. Pookie, as you may know, is actually Josh, one of our regular co-hosts. Just to give you some insight, Josh has a saying, and it's chicken strip waffle fry, um, which there's many variations on this, like to chicken strip to the waffle fry. Mm -hmm. Um, Chicken strip waffle fry. A chicken strip and then a waffle fry. If There's the very chicken many very,
1: strips. Will the waffle fry?
0: That's probably the most Ooh, famous one. I yeah. Like so this is kind of a life mantra. It's it's <laughs> it's very esoteric, philosophical. <laughs> um, honestly, the more you ruminate and kind of think about it, I think more is revealed about you as a person.
1: I don't get it, but okay. And
0: more, well, you need to spend more time meditating.
2: Yeah.
1: I probably do more yoga than you.
0: That has nothing to do with meditating on chicken strips and waffle fries. Yeah, I'll work on it. Yeah, please. So, thank you. I mean, Mm -hmm. that could be a whole honest like episode. I think kind of me explaining that kind of the philosophy is the way I describe it, um, the way kind of I understand it. So, to bring it back a little more personally, Mm -hmm. my favorite meal when we'd go out as kids, chicken strips. When I would Mm -hmm. go out, anytime there was someplace new, I'd try the chicken strips because Mm -hmm. it's one of the most basic. Things to make. Like, Grace knows I've made chicken strips at home. Mm -hmm. I'm a little obsessed. I know. When I can make better chicken strips in a restaurant, I doubt the quality of the rest of their menu. Mm -hmm. The Des Moines Register came through and they said, here's the best 10 places to get chicken strips. Now, I have to be completely honest here. Can I trust a publication as large as the Des Moines Register? As part of the fourth estate. Just as independent reporters. As creatives here. We have to take everything we hear with a grain of salt. And -hmm. when it comes to something as
2: important. Maybe a side of fries as well. Maybe. What? Grain of salt and a side of fries. God damn it. (laughs) Goodness
1: gracious.
0: Anyways. Yes. Yes. Fine. Although I would prefer onion rings. We cannot take them at their word. Inventory Monday is announcing right now that we are going to go through all 10 of these places. All 10? All 10. They're all in Des Moines. And perhaps, (gasps) and perhaps beyond. (gasps) (laughs) All 10? Grace is shocked.
1: I'm shook, as they say.
0: (laughs) Hashtag shook.
1: I want to go as well and smell them. Yes. that's it. So
0: we're going to go and we're going to make our own list, perhaps even beyond. Mm -hmm. We may try other places. We may make a more complete Mm -hmm. list in the Des Moines Register. Because you know what? I doubt the funding is there for them to truly honestly make a complete chicken tender list in Iowa. But you know what? We're announcing right now. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. And the first place we went was Smokey D's.
1: Yeah.
2: The only place on the list
0: I actually know. Smokey D's which apparently is number one. And I recorded a small audio clip, which you're going to hear now. Hey guys, how's it going? It's James. Just uh, a little bit of reflection on our uh, Smokey D's chicken strips. I will say, probably some of the best chicken strips I've had in uh, quite a long time. Um, Just for some reference, Josh, Emily, and I went there. Um, It was after a particularly uh, powerful vendor, Um, quite the hangover. And I will say, these did a pretty damn good job of healing that uh, awful headache that usually accompanies um, such a righteous night of drinking. What is most unique about these is that they're completely breaded with Captain Crunch. What a ingenious way to reinvent the wheel, so to say. It also came with some honey mustard, which was fantastic. Um, it was said in the article that it was the best pairing, so, you know, had to see for myself. The chicken was rather juicy. Pretty sweet, especially with the breading, too. It paired really well. And the sauce also had that slight tanginess with a little bit of sweetness as well that just paired well together and just created an absolutely fantastic meal. So I would highly recommend for anybody that is looking for a damn good place to start, Smokey D's. Also, you get, I don't know how many. It's like four or five pretty sizable chicken strips for $7.50. That's a damn good deal. Anyways, that's just my initial reactions. Yeah, check it out, guys. Bye. All right, guys, so you've heard what I've said about the chicken strips of Smoky D's. As you can hear, I have a pretty high opinion of them. I mean, they're breaded in Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch yeah. It's insane.
1: That makes me... I wish I could eat chicken strips for that sensational. It, it, it's crazy.
0: Right. And when you pair it with... Because I took the Des Moines Register's advice. Mm-hmm. I paired it with the honey mustard that Ooh. is provided. Yeah. And it is like it's not too sweet, it's very balanced. But I talked about this in, in my in, okay. in, in in my on location. So look forward to those uh coming up. And now we're uh William. So last episode <gasps> we talked about gas station food. Yes. Kind of oh, the God. preference of Iowans or at least Des Moines Register readers can you can you tell, I, tell us your experience william you
2: know actually james thank you so much for bringing this up because i actually also went on location Ooh. wow and we're gonna play a clip hey everyone this is william from inventory monday i'm on location at a local come and go as you remember from episode nine come and go did not really take home any categories but i will stand by that we stand, come and go. I was gonna report on their roller items today, but uh, the one I went to didn't have any. So what instead I did was the dollar slices. Now, as Josh discussed on the podcast, the dollar slices are what make come and go valuable. So thankfully I came in on Wednesday and two slices only cost me two bucks. But if I had come come in any other day, It would have been nearly $5 for these two average-ass slices of pizza. And that, to me, just is totally unacceptable. You just go to, you gotta go to Casey's. There's, there's really no other choice. Casey's pizzas are bigger, they taste better, and they're way cheaper. And just for some added context, I did get the breakfast pizza from Come and Go, which, frankly, I didn't even know they had, and it's okay. That's, that's really all I've gotta say. It's fine. So, William on location, reporting out. Thanks.
0: All right. My one question is the sauce that came on the come and go breakfast pizza. Was it cheese or was it gravy?
2: It I, honestly, I couldn't tell you. It didn't what? taste exactly like the Casey's. It It wasn't a tomato based sauce. I know that much. Okay. Well, it shouldn't be for breakfast. So I want to say it was probably like an Alfredo or cheese based sauce. Oh, a okay. white sauce. Yeah. Um, okay. Because the gravy flavor from the Casey's breakfast pizza is pretty I'd say it's like not everyone's going to love that flavor, yeah. but I mean, I grew up with it. I love it. We all grew well, up. Well, with I was going right. to say because
0: Casey's just recently introduced gravy cuz you can get gravy or cheese cuz regular what? regular Casey's pizza breakfast mm. pizza is cheese. Oh mm. my god. And now they just introduced recently Gravy. So
2: instead of cheese, it's gravy?
0: For the sauce, yeah.
1: The last time that I had Casey's Pizza breakfast pizza, I was in advisory in high school, and Mm -hmm. each person could like bring in a treat. Mm. Someone brought in that breakfast pizza, but at the time, I was a vegetarian, so I spent 45 minutes taking each piece of sausage. Worth it. Uh, It was good, but I was also like, there's definitely still sausage juice in there. But at the time, I didn't care. (laughs) Uh,
0: They must not have had the veggie, because it's just Mm
1: -hmm. veggies
2: and eggs.
1: What? Yeah.
2: yeah. The the, oh. the the Casey's vegetarian breakfast pizza is pretty new. At least like in the last 2 or 3 years.
0: I'd say within the last 2 or 3 years and honestly the best way to get the breakfast pizza when you call in ask to do veggie and then just add bacon or sausage. Totally. Oh. Because then you nothing get it is all. Exactly. Exactly because you get mm-hmm. uh peppers and onions on top of like your meat which is so much better because I'd rather have some peppers and onions mm-hmm. than like just all meat just because that, that's like too much. Oh go. yeah. Onions
2: and oh it's so good but William yeah so I mean again it doesn't surprise me I mean it it didn't surprise anyone that Casey's took the number one in that category but I think come and go did get number two which sure but also, I don't even really think Quick Trip has pizza. I don't... I think you're right. I don't I, think they do.
1: I honestly don't pay attention to any type of pizza in it, because why not go to a pizza place?
2: It, you know, that's a totally mm-hmm. fair point. But as someone, like, with jobs that James and I have, like... Oh, it's, it, true. It, it's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate side effect that we, we do mm-hmm. probably end up at gas stations. Maybe not every day, but, I mean, regularly.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I was thinking about it today. I was like, I'm I'm at a gas station, like, every other day. Yeah. And it's like... Really? Sometimes it's just to use the restroom, but sometimes oh, yeah. you come out and you're like,
2: "I'll eat a taquito." I um I have this sort of philosophy about it. So one of my favorite podcasts is basically a podcast that reads self help books. And one of the books, oh, "Buy the, book. the Book," "Buy the Book." Shout love. out to "Buy the Book." They're um, so good. Jalenta, i to start listening to that. Kristen, come, come on, on the, show. the show. I'd love both of them. I love them both. But they did an episode called "Class with the Countess," mm-hmm. and it was about um the Countess who's a member of uh the Real Housewives. Oh yeah. And she wrote a book about being classy. And she basically was oh, like, yes. "like this is what you need to do if you need to be like treated with respect. And some of the problems, mm-hmm. there's some problematic views that are kind of misogynistic. Yeah. But also it's like, if you're doing something that isn't classy, don't do it. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I've changed my perspective on convenience stores. Like, it's not classy to go to Come and Go or Casey's mm-hmm. every day to get pizza. Maybe once a week. Is fine. But you every treat day yourself, but yeah. Don't yeah, don't make it a regular thing. Just don't do it. And so that's how I've been treating it. So that's why I'm excited for future on locations because it gives me a, like an actual reason. Yeah. And something mm-hmm. to look forward to. So yeah. I'm excited to do more on treat. locations. Yeah, totally.
0: So guys, is there anything else we want to add to this? I think we've been pretty thorough. I actually go like to this... your
1: local pizza store and buy that instead. Absolutely. Support local businesses.
0: Shout out Papa Kinos. Josh and Emily have been eating there a lot and they say I it's one of the go best. There so bad. Pa- um it's I think it is one of the only pizza places that has like a full vegan yeah. and vegetarian menu.
1: They have like three or four options I'm pretty yep. sure and I wow. was like, oh, this sounds so good, but it is like
0: I was going to say with like Fong's does offer a vegan pizza, but it's, it's fine. like it's Super okay. It's a
1: thin crust and it there's nothing special about
0: it. Honestly for me, like I have to put a lot of like hot sauce or like yeah. red pepper on there to like enjoy it because I'm coming out and I'm going to say right now, I don't like vegan cheese substitutes. But you They're not good it for me. I mean, no. I let you eat them and I don't eat them. (laughs) We
1: shared it that one night that we tried to watch John Wick and then I fell asleep 10 minutes in after I ate the entire pizza.
0: (laughs) I was going to say because I ate two pieces and then you ate six. Wow. I ate the
1: rest of the pizza. And that
2: was not a small pizza. That was a big fucking pizza. I'm glad that Grace likes it because she's the one that really needs to like it. If yeah.
1: I'm eating something like pizza, I will eat the entire pizza because I'm not going to mm. eat the next day because that's not my healthy normal thing. Sure. Like the other week when I got myself a pizza and I burnt it, I'm like, well, I have to eat it because I'm not going to have it tomorrow. So I ate the whole thing and it was okay.
2: Okay. All right. All mm-hmm. right.
0: Guys, uh, we have a new segment. It's called Good News, Bad News for uh, from the week. I'm going to give you something very positive and something yeah. very negative. Oh, Are you guys ready? Oh, no. yeah. I'm excited for this. Can we start with the negative? I was not prepared for this. Uh, it's gonna be. Do you want to start with the negative?
1: No, I'll start with good.
0: Yeah. When All right, good, Grace, you're it. actually the lead on this. So the positive is the Saw series is yeah. it coming back?
1: Yes, it Ooh. is. Tell it us about is. it. Oh my god! So I don't know if anyone saw Jigsaw, the last film. Which, Jigsaw
0: wasn't that bad.
1: It wasn't that bad. It was filmed very well. Some of the traps after the first two traps, pretty bad.
0: It looked better than. Saw. Saw the final s- chapter. Was that seven?
1: Yeah. Which, by the way, if anyone doesn't know, I'm a little bit of a saw expert. Before I met James, I was writing a book about the saw films, and then I stopped because I realized I need to do something else with my life. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> which we do have a saw episode that was recorded that we probably need to re-record. Yeah. Anyways, back I was too to drunk Grace. At that
1: point, anyway. Um, so Chris Rock apparently. Yeah, surprisingly, Chris Rock, super into the movies. He is co-writing a new movie that's supposed to be coming out in twenty twenty. So he's going to be revamping the series. Now I don't know what's going to happen because, as we all know, Jigsaw dies in the third movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you think it's
2: going to be a reboot?
1: I hope it's not. No,
0: I want a continuation. Yeah, I want to continue
1: okay. because you can't do it again. So the, that first movie's too good.
0: The lore is fucking buck it's so wild, good. <laughs> and I want. So I can't speak to Chris Rock as, like, a writer. Like, mm-hmm. I know, like, stand-up, I think he does an incredible stand-up. I really mm-hmm. like Chris Rock. I like him as an Same. actor, too. Yeah. I would, if you said he's a big fan, I would love to see his take on it. And, like, if I he's agree. really, like, mm-hmm. respectful to the, I guess as respectful as you can be, because literally all you have to do in Saw is be like, oh, by the way, there was also this person who was a secret assistant. I, know. I <laughs> kind Like, that's of fine. I to, I'm like, okay with that.
1: I want to somehow be involved, and I don't know how, because... It's been such a pas- passion thing sure. for me for like the past four yeah. years. So maybe in the future, I'll write him a letter. Say, I'm really into Saw. Can I help, please? That'd be
2: awesome. So here's mm-hmm. what I'll say about horror. Jordan Peele, the director of Get Out and Us, mm-hmm. he has said in interviews that the timing and writing for comedy is pretty similar to horror. Oh, it's yeah. just the oh, subject matter that changes. Interesting. So- yeah.
1: Very excited. So
2: that's the good
0: news. Do you guys want to hear the bad news? Totally. Is it not about Saw? So internet sensation, Grumpy Cat has passed away. Oh, no. Um, This cat, I don't know if it was a boy or a girl, I gotta be honest, um, was seven years old. (gasps) Only seven. Which is pretty early for a cat.
1: I was gonna say, Norman's only
2: two. Norman's like three. No!
1: He's just a baby.
2: He's got plenty of years ahead of him. (laughs) I hope so. Well, Grumpy Uh, Cat had health issues as well. Did he? That was a part of the reason why it looked the way it did. Oh. Was it
1: actually grumpy? No. No. okay.
0: Grumpy cat, a.k.a. tartar sauce, a.k.a. used to be called like Tard. Um, And then once the cat got bigger, they're like, oh, yeah, no, Tard short for tartar sauce, which I get it. I mean, you got a dumb fucking terrible joke, of course, that you have for your cat inside. But when you start putting it on Instagram, or Mm -hmm. this probably predates Instagram or something. I don't know. This was
1: like, I feel like it was a, not to say that it was a Pinterest meme, but that's all that I knew at the time. Sure, I don't know. Maybe it was a Reddit thing.
0: This this cat got huge. Yeah, there's a bunch of memes. It's super cute. They were gonna um, make a
1: movie about him.
0: They did. What? With um.
1: Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. Oh, she, I didn't think they actually made it.
0: She was. Oh, so I guess maybe Grumpy Cat is a woman because April April Ludgate. Um, Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza <laughs> was the voice of this cat, and it was ooh that'd be a fun movie. Corners to watch this terrible we could fucking watch it. movie. Mm-hmm. So this I like movie Plaza. Th- got a movie, got like a bunch of money. These people made a bunch of money off of this cat.
1: It was a cute cat.
0: Yeah, the cat seemed adorable. And unfortunately, fate, karma, health caught up. No. Took this sweet kitty.
1: See, that breaks my heart whenever I hear about a cat dying because I know how attached people become. Like, I don't think I could handle Norman passing and he's not even my cat.
0: (laughs) Norman's eternal.
1: Norman's a good boy. James just held him upside down for like a minute. And he loved it. He was
0: loving it. (laughs) He was, <laughs> he was meowing and yelling in joy.
1: Every night before we go to bed, he kind of lays by me for a little bit and is very cute. And then he walks like over James and then over me <laughs> and then over James, then over me. And we're like, can you decide where you want to go? And then he'll leave. And then he just
0: leaves yeah. the room and He's a night. classic kid it's like that. It's pretty cute. So guys, that's headlines. Okay. Um, well, I guess that was headlines and also whatever that segment was that I Good just Good and called. bad news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're on to... <laughs>
2: 36, 36, 36, 36 questions that I skirt. I like how you
1: changed how your voice sounds because you know that we're playing the yeah. saw sound on top of it.
0: We're not even playing it on top of it. We're cutting it out and putting it on there. Well, mm-hmm.
2: last time you didn't cut it out and you made me look like a real dipshit. It yeah, I'll probably funny, do it though, again. But- yeah, <laughs> it's so good. So we're in section two, correct? <gasps> Absolutely. We are in section two. Things uh... are getting a little bit more tense, but I think this one's not necessarily a softball, but it is easier okay if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself your life the future or anything else we answered else. this one did we, we?
1: yeah because i said the zodiac killer
2: oh you're right yeah that might have been on the episode that is no longer which no we're gonna air though okay it's yeah. gonna be a bonus episode.
1: <clears throat> so the one after that so
2: we're gonna cut some of this out and of course we are on the second question of the second section is there something that you've deemed of You know what? Let me actually go back. For those of you who are just starting to listen to Mm -hmm. Inventory Monday now, which probably this is not the episode you should have started with, (laughs) I apologize in advance. Um, The 36 Questions is a group of 36 questions that if you ask to a potential partner, uh, if you find their questions, uh, rather their answers amenable, you may find a life partner out of them. Um, But also I just think they're really fun, and they're interesting, thought-provoking questions, and some of them get pretty interesting. This question, is there something That you've dreamed of doing for a long time, why haven't you done it? Grace, why haven't you written your book on soft? You always
1: ask me at first. I could talk to James first this time. It's always me first. Oh, God, you're both looking at me. So why haven't I done the things that I've dreamed about?
2: Yeah, what is one thing... You don't have to, I mean, you might have a lot of things you've dreamed about, but what is well, one thing that you really want to do?
1: Maybe my Black Parade musical is the biggest thing, because that's been probably the longest project I've been working on. Mm-hmm. Um, I started writing the musical after I heard the album when I was in eighth grade, because I, was, I was, at the time, American Idiot was also being also being made into a Broadway musical Mm -hmm. and it was terrible. I saw it and I was like, okay, you have no story going behind that. So I was like, oh, I could do something good and make the Black Parade into something so everyone else could see where I'm coming from. And I guess it's mainly just laziness. Also being kind of scared that I don't think that other people would believe in that kind of idea. Okay. It's the same with I don't like other people listening to it and telling me that they don't like it, which is another thing like I think it would be scary to put that kind of story out there and being told by so many people that they don't enjoy it
2: the fear of rejection is really intense
1: yeah like when i worked at zombie burger every person i worked with told me that that black Parade was the dumbest cd that's ever been made and it just broke my heart because my young self was so obsessed with it even mm-hmm. now whenever i hear it, it brings me joy so i like work on it from time to time and then i hear someone being like that's such a weird cd and i'll go oh but the beauty
2: You know, that's a totally Mm -hmm. valid fear. But what I have to say is, first of all, Mm -hmm you're doing something and you're always going to be do so- doing something better than anyone that's not doing anything. That's true. So the way I've seen it for my photography, and it's like there are certainly photographers with a lot better equipment, a lot better skills, mm-hmm. and just generally better in every single way than me. But at least I'm doing something and I'm doing something regularly. Yeah. So the way I look at it is there might be people out there that don't like it and I'll accept their criticism if it's valid. Yeah. But if they're just saying, oh, I don't like that. It's like, well, okay. You Mm -hmm. don't have a valid opinion then. You just are saying Mm -hmm. you don't like it. Yeah. Yep. So you know what? I think if you really want to do it, if it's something you're really passionate about, the people who want to see it, Mm -hmm. they'll see it and they'll enjoy it. I'm going to cry right now. So you should do it.
1: Okay. I'm going to.
2: Grace, what do you have? Sorry. I
1: was going to say, I just answered. Ask James. (laughs) Grace, do you want to answer
2: again? (laughs) (laughs) We are are the
1: same unit, so I get
2: get it. I have two
0: things. (gasps) Sure. One big picture, (laughs) one small picture. Uh Big picture, because this will be quicker. It's just moving to Europe. I would like to live there just for a few years. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. I'd be Mm -hmm. game. What's keeping me from it? Money. (laughs) (laughs) A skill set that's probably um, attainable. or Applicable. Yeah, applicable enough that they would give you the visa, because otherwise it's a visitor visa, which is only a few months. Mm -hmm. But if you want to live there as a foreigner not become a citizen Mm -hmm. you need specific like employment visas yeah so that's big picture Mm -hmm. small picture would be doing a movie a short movie yeah i've talked to william about it some other friends about it i would like to do it but a lot of it is really just kind of a paralysis of like is it possible Mm -hmm. is it feasible not so much that people are going to watch it just that am i going to make something i'm going to be proud of yeah but with what you said william to grace is like just do it you just need to do it another kind of motivation recently was listening to the trauma episode of wizard and the bruiser holden and jake come on the show (laughs) i would love one of the philosophies of like trauma who did like uh toxic avenger so trauma movies with their like toxic avenger they just did it and like all the other movies they did like newcomb high i think is another one they just did it they just made them that's super cool and very inspiring like And we have even more options to create stuff even more easily now than they did back in like the 70s and early 80s. So what's stopping me? It's myself that's stopping me. Mm -hmm. I have a bunch of people I collaborate with. Me and William collaborate all the time on photo shoots. Mm -hmm. Yep, totally. We do that all the time. It's just a different format. Those are the two things that I'd like to do. Mm
2: -hmm. Will they ever happen? Who knows? But, you know, maybe I'll work on it. I think that's a good way of looking at it. For, For me, it really is a matter of... Elizabeth Gilbert in Big Magic will always basically come back to the idea that just do it. Mm-hmm. Do it mm-hmm. for 30 minutes a day. Do it for 15 minutes a day. Do it for some amount of time during the day. If it's shit, it's shit. But at yeah. least you did it. Mm-hmm. And you do it enough, it'll start being upgraded from shit to like, okay.
1: You can make me cry right now.
2: You just got to do it. and and That's I, what J.K. Rowling did yeah. when she was writing the first Harry book of Potter. Harry
0: Potter. She was fucking homeless and had a kid. Right and she was like living with family and like she's like even when I didn't want to I'd still write and she did it and she rewrote the first chapter like 15, 16 times mm-hmm. and when you read that first chapter you're like whoa.
1: It's so good. That's yeah. awesome. Like I just and McGonagall outside their house. Yeah oh.
0: and Hagrid coming in with the baby oh, although oh, I think wow. the movies did it better and I would love to talk about that actually with <laughs> yeah Real quick, I wanna plug nope, I just forgot the title of their podcast. But Jared and Marissa just launched their podcast. Okay. Oh yeah. We'll talk about that later. We'll make a bumper for it. Sure. Yeah. So that's what yeah. So just do it. Like you're saying.
2: Absolutely. There There's nothing stopping you from the mode. In fact, I don't. uh, This is definitely not an original quote, but I heard once. um, So there's people out there that all they do for their job is they go out and put traffic cones. That's all their job is. You never hear those people saying, I've got traffic cone block today. I'm just not going to do my job. But you hear artists and writers all the time saying, I've got Mm. creativity block. I've got writer's block right now. You might feel that way, but there's nothing physically preventing you from putting something down on paper to taking a photo. Stephen
0: King does the same thing where he, no matter what, even if it's shit, he'll still write during the day. Like he, like cause he sees it as a job. Mm -hmm. I can't remember how long he says he writes, but it's like a long time. And every single day, even if he's like, I'm gonna throw all of this away, I'm still writing. Work Mm -hmm. is being done. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I've seen that in like, when I'm Mm -hmm. editing video or when I'm doing photos, I can have a terrible day, but the next day you come in there and you're like, actually, that was a really cool idea when I like did this with the shadows or Mm -hmm. like I kind of I cut it up this way or even if you can just make a first draft.
2: Yeah. And then edit from there. I really do genuinely believe for creativity. It just comes down to just doing something.
1: Yeah. Just trying. It's mm-hmm.
2: really easy to do nothing. It's hard to do something, but yeah. it's rewarding to do something. So, William, what's your thing? <clears throat> yeah. For a long time, it was finding an opportunity to leave Iowa and Aww. do something bigger. Yeah. I feel like I've pretty much accomplished that at this point with my entrance into the military, which is still ambiguous in terms of the date. Maybe a month, maybe. Th- Four months.
1: It better not be a month. I'm going to be so mad. It probably
2: won't be a month. It better not. Like, theoretically could be because I said the earliest I could go was like June 22nd. But that's, I I basically, when I was like writing that down, like, how likely is this? He's like, very, very unlikely. So. Okay. Should be fine. That being said, in terms of big things, I really, really want to display my photography. I want to bring people together to view it in a intimate setting. What's preventing me from doing that right now is actually just the planning element. Because anyone who's listening that is in the Des Moines area, you should know that James, myself, and our other friend, uh, photographer friend, are going to be planning a gallery soon. Hopefully in Ooh. the next hopefully in the next month or two. Shout out to Mun Woods. Come on the show. Absolutely. Mun Woods, our our professor from Germany, who's a fantastically talented photographer. That's one of my biggest dreams right now is having a way to show my artwork. And the only thing preventing me right now is just the fact that not a lot has been committed to paper. Some of it has been committed to paper, though. And I'm really excited for it. Yay. And honestly, I feel pretty fulfilled creatively right now. I think if you had asked me that a year ago, I would have said, I don't feel like I'm doing enough photography. I don't feel like I'm doing enough creativ- creatively, creatively, creatively. Um, but I think James has been instrumental in my getting back into it. I think my friend Michael, who it was his birthday today. Shout out to Mudboy. Come on the podcast. Nice,
1: Michael.
2: Mud Boy, um, come on the podcast. But really, yeah. in terms of creativity, I feel create creatively inspired right now. And it's because of my collaborators. It's because of the people mm-hmm. that I can feel consistently. I can reach out to and say, hey, let's do something. And that has come back to me twofold, where now I have people reaching out to me saying, let's collaborate. Ooh. And I'm really excited about that. I'm a little nervous. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to fucking ditch. I'm just going to be like, let's do it. Let's see what we get out of it. Yeah. Bravery. I'm excited right now. I mean, there's certainly big dreams that I have. Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like, for the most part, I feel pretty fulfilled. This has been a very informative episode of Mm -hmm. Inventory Monday. It has. I
0: think this has been a very personal, intimate, insightful episode. Totally. And I'm excited for the feedback for people to... Give us their opinions, and if you'd like to do that as a listener, you can email us at inventorymonday at gmail.com or reach out at inventory monday on Instagram, at inventory monday on Twitter.
2: And of course you can find us on our personal pages. At JM Hackathorn, that's me on Instagram. At William underscore M underscore Ash. That's right. It is me, the William underscore M underscore Ash.
1: Wow. I'm at graceheart727.
0: If you want to find Josh or Ian, Ian, good luck. Josh. Um, good luck. Y- good luck. You can listen back to older episodes. Honestly, if you want to find Ian, I'm pretty sure it's episode four or five. Mm-hmm. So definitely start there and then listen
2: to now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our friends recently, including Josh, just recently released a new album. Yeah. <gasps> at yes. Telomere Music. It's T-E-L-O-M-E-R-E mm-hmm. Music on Instagram. I believe that's the the, the band title. Mm-hmm. Definitely check
0: that out. Also on Spotify, just put in Telomere. The album is called Seasons Arrival. Um, really great. It's good stuff, very awesome stuff. I Check their album out. You can't check the live show out because it already just happened, but also definitely Aww. check their page. Guys, this has been Inventory Monday. Thank you so much. Happy Thank Monday. You. Shout out to Iowa Podcast Network. They are the network that we're a part of. We need to shout out them more. Thanks, guys, for checking out Inventory Monday. Bye. Bye. Hey,
2: everyone. Thanks for listening to Inventory Monday. This was a really fun episode to record. As always, thank you so much for your support. If you want to find us on social media, you can, of course, find us on Facebook at Inventory Monday, where we regularly will post links. And, of course, subscribe to us on Spotify if you want to be sure to never miss an episode. Thanks.